Moses in the CIA? I'm Moses, Ken Mosesian. And like my ancestor, I'm all about training individuals, teams, and companies how to lead. Now, I've joined forces with the CIA. I'm Dan Crum, known as the CIA. And I can help you win your best deal every time through my sales training, the CIA method. Join us as we talk about topics of life and business from two unique perspectives. Hello, Ken. How are you this fantastic afternoon? Daniel, I am brilliant. How are you doing today? It's so good to see your shining face and your light blue shirt. Thank you. I have a feeling you also might be wearing a light blue shirt, but I can't tell because you have a sweater over it. Can we see? <laughs> you are. You follow the directions well. The uniform today was light blue shirt. Thank you for honoring and respecting those wishes. It um, is more than my pleasure. So we've had a long year, Ken, and yes. I think we should finish strong. What is that all about? A great question and a great topic for today. Uh, I was I was reflecting on this yesterday. It just hit me hard that it was it was December first, and I still feel stuck back somewhere in the end of summer. I don't know why, but I I started looking back through my journal. I journal every day, and um, I take pretty good notes on different things that I'm up to in my life. And I went back and just started looking through all the things that I did during the year. Cool sense of accomplishment. But then I also realized there were a lot of things I hadn't completed that I said I would do. Some of them seemingly small. It's like, I'm going to you know, take on uh, completely reorganizing the office. And I got kind of halfway there. Didn't finish it up. And... While it may not seem like a big thing, it was a commitment I made to myself, more, most importantly, and I didn't honor that, and it felt a little off. And I went through the list of all the things that I said I would do, um, not just around the house, but uh, I went back through some of the, the emails that I sent um, to friends, and it's like, hey, I'll reach out. We'll have a cup of coffee together. We'll, we'll get together and grab lunch. And I, I violated my cardinal rule, which is don't make a promise if you can't keep it. And again, we were in this day and age where, oh, we'll have to get together sometime, or I'll give you a call, or let's have a cup of coffee. It just becomes, it's cliche because it, it, it almost becomes just like a way to close a conversation. And the other person just says, that's great. And there may not even be the expectation, but I just realized there's like a list of a half dozen people that I said I wanted to connect with that I didn't. And so what I did, Dan, to finish this year strong, I made a list of the people that I said I would reach out to. And this morning, sent emails to all of them saying, I know the holidays are upon us, but if you have some time, I'd like to finish out the year by getting together with you for a cup of coffee or a lunch. And I've already heard back from uh, three out of the six um, saying, that's great, you know, like completely unexpected. And then I made a list of the projects um, that I've got around the house that I want to commit to. And we're going to have a couple weeks off at Christmas. And while I want to enjoy the time with my husband and friends and family, 
I also want to use that time to finish the year strong and to actually make good on the things that I said I was going to do and to be my word, to keep my word, and to be able to step into the new year with, um, with a clean slate. So that, my friend, is what Finish Strong is all about. What I like best is that you want to be your word. That is awesome. Second is that you have a half dozen people you can reach out to. I only know like two people, and you're one of them. So that's impressive altogether. A half dozen. Wow, that's a lot. Six whole people. Um, no, what came to mind for me with this topic of Finish Strong is how often that I have done this and many of the people that I coach or friends of mine that we're just chatting about what we're going to be committing to. Let's say we are working on breaking a bad habit or we're working on starting something new. Um, we always wait and we wait for something that we deem magical or like a, a time period where it makes sense. And we have stated long ago how important it is the first of the year. Like that's the definitive point in which people go, yes, this is when I can finally make that resolution or start over. But if you really trace back what just happened, we just, like Ken said, we just got into December. Many people will have to wait to the beginning of the month. Like how dare they start in the middle of the month? And then if you scale back from there, the people who are so inclined might say, oh, I'll start next week. So they might start at the beginning of a week, whatever they define that as. For most people who have a traditional work week, they're going to start on Monday. So there's like, I'll start that on Monday. So my challenge about finishing strong is to really start strong. And to start strong, I would say, um, do not wait. The moment you have the urge, the inkling, the motivation, the feeling like I should really do that. Go with that. Um, there's a saying in sales that is time kills all deals. We've all heard this term where we say um, like things are hot or this is warm. We've all played that game where you're like getting warmer, getting warmer, getting warmer. Well, what time does is it cools things off and it works the same for our internal drive, motivation, that feeling like you know what, I should do that, or I should stop doing that. When we have that feeling, and it's inside of us, that's when we're warm, or we're hot towards, like, we feeling internal drive to go ahead and do it. So start strong. And the way you start strong is wherever you are, whenever that is, it doesn't matter if it's the first of the month, the 12th of the month, the 15th, doesn't matter the date, doesn't matter the day of the week, start now. Start now, start strong. And then that will help you get momentum and hopefully finish strong as well. Yeah, I love that. I, as you were talking, I thought about that. It's like the, the default in my mind when I think about starting a new project, a new anything is, yeah, Monday morning. Monday morning is perfect to get that going. And it may be Thursday afternoon. It's like, but why not now? Why not start it now? The other thing that came to mind in the whole finish strong category was how when we get to the end of something, the completion of it becomes the goal or can become the goal as opposed to finishing strong, finishing with our best. We talk a ton about working out because you and I love to exercise. So I'll just throw this out there again. The end of a long workout, it can be easy when you're on your last set, your last rep, just to kind of coast. It, it, it can be easy for me, at least. I, I have to really focus at that point because 
in my mind, I hear myself saying, hey, you made it through the entire hour. You got here today. You fulfilled you know, what you were supposed to do. You checked it off. Um, you should, you should be really proud of yourself just for that. You don't have to push that extra bit. And the truth of the matter is, um, I do, because when I don't do that, I leave feeling like I cheated myself out of an opportunity to strengthen my body a little bit more. I cheated myself out of an opportunity to strengthen my heart a little bit more if I'm doing cardio. You know, I cheated myself out of finishing in a way that would make me really proud because I challenged myself to go the extra mile, to go the extra distance, and to to actually do something uh, that was a little bit extraordinary at that time. It's it's really, really easy. Same way on, on projects, as you're getting to the end of them, the temptation can be to just wrap it up. And I think about clients that I coach on this. And I hear this more times than I can count. Look, we just want to get it done. You know, I don't ever hear somebody saying, we want to finish as strong as we can. We want to continue doing the very best job that we can all the way to the very end. No matter what it takes, we're going to continue to, you know, be the promise of our brand. We're going to continue to deliver excellence. And it's not that they they won't, but when the language starts to change, actions follow. And when the language moves from, we're going to do this, every last thing is going to be excellent. And it moves from that to, I just want it to be over. Like, what do we have to do to get the sign off on it? What do we have to do to be done? You're not finishing strong. And, and I would just put out to everybody, think about that at those times when you really just want it done, whether you're at the gym, whether you're in the middle of a conversation with a loved one, that's like, ah, oh, this is really getting hard. I don't want to take it all the way to the end. Or whether you're working on a project, do yourself a favor, do the people that you're in relationship with or that you're working with a favor, challenge yourself to push and to finish strong and to walk away from that feeling really proud about the accomplishment that you've made. When somebody sends me something, let's say on social media, and I love memes that they just they make me laugh, but I also love when somebody sends something inspirational, motivational. And one of the things that, that I recall is the videos, and there's many of them, where you'll see somebody in a race, a running race, stumble at the start. And then you'll see them literally figure out a way to not just catch up, but to actually win the race. And it reminds me of one of uh, the people that I coach who expressed to me that their wife was noticing the difference between how that they do things. So if they make a list of things they need to do, the wife's version, which happens to align with my version is do the most important things first, right? And she'll literally like, if she started her day, she'd be like, what's the most important thing on my list? or the hardest thing, or what takes the longest, I'm going to get that done. And there's that feeling that she has where if she gets that done, that the rest is easy, right? It's almost like, okay, good. That's out of the way. Almost mentally free to like do the rest more easily. This person though, um, defined themselves more of a procrastinator. So they said, you know what? I kind of wait on those things and I am able to get them done what I committed to at the time that it's supposed to do, but I've been doing that my whole life. They reflected back when they were in school and they might've had a paper and they waited till the night before, but they got that paper in on time 
and they got a good grade and they performed well in that paper. And it's subjective, but my feedback was, if this is working for you, keep doing it. And it reminds me of that, that race example I gave. In fact, procrastinators are the example like that person who might, by other people's definition, stumble in the beginning, right? Like, you haven't really started with your paper yet, right? Like, you're so far behind us. I'm almost done. I'm over here. But if they, quote, finish strong, you'll see them just not only catch up. Sometimes they might get a better grade. They'll like surpass the people that were ahead of them. And I don't think they should try to change that. If that works for them, don't just adjust because your spouse or a friend or someone else like you should be more like me. In fact, embrace the fact that a lot of times procrastinators are the strongest finishers. They do what seems to be like a fact of life, which is we fit um, what needs to be done into the time frame that's either given to us or that we have given to ourselves. For procrastinators, they've given themselves a small time frame at the end, but maybe that pressure that they put on themselves, maybe they don't feel it as pressure. Maybe that's the drive that they actually produced by being slow in the beginning. And then get, they get that drive at the end and be like, I'm going to get it done. I follow through on my commitment and do it. And so the takeaway of this whole statement is simply to say, reflect back on when you started this year. Did you make New Year's resolutions? Did you make some sort of commitment? And where most people may have gone, yep, I let that stumble. I let that fall away. Yep, I'm not really doing that anymore. You don't have to give up on that. You can look at the time you have left this month that we have available, and you can be like those strong finishers, those procrastinators, and you can say, what if? What if I re-engage with that, started back right now? Maybe before this year's up, you can finish strong and get that done. That's a really cool thought about procrastination and uh, that as like a way of being. If you are a procrastinator, that is the way that you do things. You work well under pressure. You like that last minute piece. Um, and I had a friend who said to me, I feel more creative in that space because I'm not stretching something out. It forces me to make decisions really quickly. It forces me to edit really quickly when I'm writing or saying something. And for them, that was just a, that was a good place to be in. I guess I would ask a couple of things like in the process of that procrastination, uh, is there stress that is taking you away from other things? If you are thinking about that project that you have to complete, is that occupying time that you could be doing something else? And maybe that doing something else is just relaxing or that doing something else is spending time with your family or that doing something else is creating more business uh, for yourself or, or delivering uh, a better job at work. That's when I would caution against it. If, if the procrastination is actually throwing you off your game, uh, then I would, I would want to re-examine that. If it's not, and if you're just one of these people who literally waits until a day or two before something's due, because that kind of gives you fuel for the fire, then yeah, absolutely go for it. But I think that the biggest takeaway, Dan, is that is what you were saying about you don't have to wait for a new year to make new resolutions, to go back and try to clean things up. You can do that now. We've got this month. Uh, 
ahead of us. We've got 30 days that we can utilize to our benefit. And, and maybe too, it gets people out of this notion that you make all these resolutions, you start kind of strong. And then, you know, again, you look at gym membership, everyone joins, the gyms are packed in January. By the time you get to the third or fourth week, you know, it's half attendance and February rolls around and like the place is empty again. And maybe that's just because we put so much emphasis on the this artificial manufactured notion of when resolutions have to start and when they end. Uh, and like you pointed out at the beginning, we've got this taken down to even a, a more micro level. Uh, I can't start something until Monday. Monday's the good day to start projects. Like, how about Wednesday afternoon? It's like, no. Uh, how about December 2nd? No, no, no. Got to wait till January 2 because January 1 is, you know, still uh, is still a holiday. It doesn't really count. So I, I think the, you know, the thing that's just really shown up for me is we've got this amazing opportunity to just restructure when we think things should begin and end. And it can actually be a rolling schedule as things move through. You can start a new project, you can finish it, it can be any time, you can make a quote resolution or a commitment, however you want to look at it, and you can do that at any time of the year. It doesn't have to be. And, and going back to where I started, I think this month is a beautiful time um, for reflection on how the year went. I think it's a great time to make amends. I think it's a, a really good time to clean up any stuff that's that's out there. We can't clean up the other side of the street. You can only clean up your own, but it's a great time to clean up our side of the street. It's a wonderful time for us to look forward as well and to be filled with hope for the year ahead and to know that we really have the uh, the the power to create it to be how we want. And we don't have to be beholden to any kind of an artificial time frame. We can always be in motion. We can always be finishing strong. So one of my favorite um, definitions of self-esteem came from Ed Milet is the ability to trust yourself. But the moment I adopted that, it's really important for me then to follow my word. So if I say I'm going to do something, I have to do it. So my Opposite example here is my encouragement that there are some things that you should not finish at all. Like don't finish. Here's what I mean is that it's easy to feel guilt, shame, embarrassment, like, man, I never don't finish. But there are some things that are just a waste of our time. And I'm going to give silly examples, but these are real examples. Sometimes you start a book. Sometimes you start a show. Sometimes you start a movie. And your personality is such, they're like, nope, I always follow through on what I start. But sometimes that's a waste of your time because there could be a better book. So if you don't like the book, maybe you get like have a rule, like I'm going to give it two chapters. And then if after two chapters, it hasn't engaged you enough and you think, gosh, I'm not just going to finish it for the sake of finishing, let it go. And maybe that time could be better exploring a new book that you hadn't considered. Same thing goes with the show. Nowadays, Shows are eight episodes, 12 episodes, right? They're not the old school, like, you know, whole season. Maybe you give it two episodes. And then if it's not like what you hoped it would be, let it go. Don't finish. So my last point is simply this. 
there are things you don't have to finish simply because your personality is such that you say, I always finish what I start. So where you should finish strong on the things that actually matter are not important to you and the things that are really engaging you for entertainment purposes, yes, finish those. But for the other things, let them go and don't finish at all. Thank you for listening. To learn more, check out MosesInTheCIA.com. To learn more about Ken Mosesian, check out Mosesian.com. To learn more about Dan Crum, check out DanCrum.com.